Hey, what's up, you guys? It is your girl, Deb, and I am back for another Table Talk Tuesday, where we come to the table and we talk about the topics that's important to you, that's also important to me. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Table Talk Tuesday. I am excited to come and and you join me and bring in the word. Um, it's been an amazing day so far. I'm going to start off with announcements first, Um, and I only have one announcement, and that is I am setting to launch my new training course, courses coming soon, uh, Find the Money Workshop, Podcasting 101, and Writing and Publishing Your Book. All three topics I have experience in, knowledge, knowledgeable, and I will have loads of resources to help you to take your career, business, and learning to the next level. So to take a sneak peek at my new website and subscribe so you can get in on everything ahead of time before the big launch, please go to https backslash colon um trainingwithdeb.com all right so that's trainingwithdeb.com i am running a launch special until september the 15th and i may extend it all the way to october but again you have to subscribe to find out what the special is you can also go to the website so i'm excited about that to check out all of the specials about these three awesome and amazing Workshops. I can guarantee you, you're going to have a good time and you're going to learn so much and it's just going to take your business to the next level. All right, so let's get into the topic today. The topic today is through injustice, serve a just God. All right, through injustice, serve a just God. All right, so I cannot have uh, a spiritual podcast show and not, you know, have a spiritual podcast podcast show and not talk about the injustice that African Americans are facing in this time period in my lifetime all right it is impossible for me not to talk about this to my podcast family and listening audience but before I do before I go into it uh let me just put out this disclosure okay This message is for all that have faced injustice, racism, misrepresentation, and underrepresented in this nation and their respected countries. All right, because it's not just going on here in this nation, but it's going on in all different parts of the world. Injustice goes far beyond this nation, but it is my serving duty to bring a spiritual perspective on this all right so this is my perspective and that's my disclosure so therefore i'm not discriminating and my hope is that today's episode or topic will lead to healing hope and salvation for those who take part in injustice racism uh, against black and brown communities and any human being, all right, any human being. Now that's my full disclosure, and I want to just put that out there. So now we can get into uh, the, the word and the topic. 
So I want you to go with me to Habakkuk. And you can actually say this in different, this two different ways. I want to share the uh, pronunciation of this specific prophet. Habakkuk. Habakkuk. All right, so those are the two different ways that you can say uh, Habakkuk. All right, so we're going to talk about Habakkuk. And he is a prophet in the Old Testament. And that he sat and he watched his people, Israel, incur injustice, exploitation by the Babylonians. All right. So go with me there. And I'm going to read to you. And there's only three chapters in the scripture in, in the book of Habakkuk. It's only three chapters. But I want to read the verse to you that stood out to me as I prayed and thought about, you know, the injustice that we have seen, um, you know, more than just this summer, but over the past few years here in, in this nation, in America. All right, so we are in Habakkuk 2, chapter 2, and I just want to read to you actually verse... One and two. So a background of this is that Habakkuk, again, he's a prophet and he saw the injustice and the exploitation uh, by the Babylonians to uh, Israel. And the Babylonians was coming and was set out to change the world scene and it would begin with injustice, violence, cruelty in order to conquer. Okay, so they wanted to conquer. And Habakkuk believed firmly in God. He trusted God's word. So let's read what he had several complaints. But I just want to read to you those first two verses in uh the first two verses in chapter two, it says, um, so he has a complaint. This is the second complaint he has because in chapter one, he has a complaint and the Lord replied to him. So in chapter two, he also has a complaint. Well, his second complaint was in chapter one, but then the Lord replied to his second complaint. And I'm not going to go into what all the complaints is, but I do want you to be able to read that on your own. All right, so verse two, um, chapter two, verse one says, I will climb up into my watchtower now and wait to see what the Lord will say to me and how he will answer my complaint. So at this point, Habakkuk is complaining about what's going on, all that he's seeing, the injustice that's going on and all the cruelty that's going on. And he complains to the Lord. And I tell you, when I tell you this, it's such a such a, a a warm and good feeling to know that in the word of God, you know, the prophets were not perfect. They was not perfect and they complained to the Lord, but that was okay for God because God has spoke to them because he met them where they are. All right. And so it's just something that's that's so 
security in that, that it's okay to have frustration about what's going on and to have questions about what's going on and that you need answers to them. And so God understood that and he gave answers to Habakkuk. And he said in verse two, then the Lord said to me, write my answer in large, clear letters on a tablet. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, then the Lord said to me, write my answer in large, clear letters on a tablet so that a runner can read it and tell everyone else. But these things I plan won't happen right away. Slowly, steady, surely, the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, wait patiently for it, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. And I went into verse 3, actually. So that was um, Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. All right, so God tells Habakkuk, to write down all that I'm going to tell you and that it may seem like it's going to be slow that I that the Lord will make a move and respond but he said to be patient and wait for me to act on now Habakkuk knew that his people Israel was not perfect either they had fallen into sin but they did not deserve the injustice that was coming to them and this is how um African Americans feel this is how we feel you know as a people is that we don't deserve what's coming what has happened in this nation or what's coming what has happened um and so and it's not just us but also our Caucasian um, brothers and sisters who stand up against injustice also feel that it's not right uh, what has taken place in this country and this this is not nothing new but to reference but God speaks to the prophet and brings about an assurance to Habakkuk that he is watching and he will help the people of Israel when the timing is right so please understand that this is only a reference. So the Bible, uh, this scripture is a reference to, um, and is not, and it is up to us as a nation to stand up against injustice. So even though I referenced the Bible because I wanted you to be able to see the similarities of what's taking place and what has taken place in our country and what took place, uh, in the Old Testament and Habakkuk's concern for his people and for the people of Israel and that it, it is okay to be concerned and that, that means no matter what nationality you are, no matter what race you are, that it's okay to be concerned and to want to have answers to questions that's what's going on. So, you know, it is up to us to be able to fight for policy changes and to look out, look out for one another, all right? But what the scripture is showing us is that nothing is new to God. Injustice has gone on for a long time. 
long before this nation even came to existence. All right. We see this in God's word. And I hope that today I encourage you to not only protest and stand up for injustice, but to also pray and have faith that God sees the mistreatment. Um, in my opinion, we have to love one another enough to respect one another. All right. That's just, that's my opinion. All right. And so I want to leave you today with a reading that will help you think more on Habakkuk's quest to get answers from God. All right. And this is from the website. This reading is from the website Daily Verses Knowing Daily Verses dot knowing slash uh hyphen jesus dot com. So that's daily verses knowing jesus dot com. I'm gonna read the website again in case you want to go and look it up. It's daily verse dot knowing um hyphen jesus dot com. So the question is what does Habakkuk two chapter two verse three means? Alright, so I'm going to read this to you before we close out. And it says, verse thoughts. So these are, this is just to think about. Alright, as Habakkuk surveyed the raging international scene and the wickedness, misery, and injustice that was infiltrating the kingdom of Judah, he was deeply concerned about the spiritual decline of God's people and pleaded to God for help. But God's apparent indifference confused this prophet as he witnessed the arrogant assault and evil acts of their enemies and the helplessness of his own people. Habakkuk was bewildered that God did not act as act on behalf of his errant yet exploited people. For the Assyrian enemy who was assaulting them was cruel to the extreme. This great watchman on the wall was a sincere intercessor for Israel, but he records that it was too painful for him until he went into the sanctuary of the Lord. There he discovered that God was not indifferent in the suffering of his people, but came to understand that the Lord had appointed a glorious time when he would say, save his people from their sins, rescue them from their enemies, and wipe away every tear from their eyes. So I just want to stop right there for a second. So he realized that God wasn't indifferent and 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 God didn't want his people to suffer and that at a point a point in time God will save uh the children of Israel from their sins, rescue them from their enemies, and wipe every tear from their eyes. So in Habakkuk's day, things were to get worse before they got better. And he was called to live by his faith, to trust the Lord who is faithful to rescue his people and true to his word. And that same principle is true for Christians in the church dispensation. That means in today's time, the same thing is true. God is faithful to carry out his plans and purposes at his appointed time. And to finish the good work he has started in the lives of all his children. But in this world, we will have tribulation and trials. 
If the Christian life is not a bed of roses, as is so often taught today, but we are to be of good cheer, for Christ has overcome this world and has gone to prepare a place for us. The future vision that was given to Habakkuk has been increasingly revealed to us through the completed canon of Scripture. The vision of Israel's rescue and reconciliation is set at God's appointed time. The Lord is true to his word, and although it is, although it is to tarry, that means it, it may be slow, the nation is to wait for it, for it will surely come and will not tarry. God has not only set an appointed time to complete his work through Israel, he also has set his time, set time, he also has his set time to fulfill his specific plans through the church. And though as Christians we are living through a season of wickedness, misery, and injustice, where the most evil acts of the enemy are being perpetrated against believers and against anyone who, who fights for unjust for justice. All right, anyone who fights for justice. And this is not in the paper, but I'm just saying anyone who fights for justice. We should never forget that the Lord is not slow about his promises to us. As some count slowlessness. Slowness. I'm sorry, I said slowlessness. As some count slowness. But is patient toward us. Not wishing for any to perish, but to all, but for all to come to repentance. So God don't want anyone to perish. It don't matter if you black, brown, uh, whatever descendant you from, nation you from, ethnic background. God doesn't want any of us to perish, but to come into the knowledge of the coming to, uh, but to repent, the coming to repentance. God's desire desires that all men have are saved and that his born-again children mature in the faith, grow in grace, look to Jesus, and in the power of the Holy Spirit are being conformed day to day in the image and likeness of Christ. So basically, you know, Habakkuk is saying, it's a saying that we are to believe God in his promises. And so if we go back, you know, just to close out, we go back to the topic in the midst of injustice, you know, through injustice, serve a just God. God is just. All right. So if you want to read more um, or want to um, see more, talk more in depth about um, Habakkuk, go ahead and read the entire three chapters of Habakkuk. And, you know, take notes and you can email me at D-A-S-E-D-U podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's D-A-S-E-D-U podcast at gmail.com. So until then, until next time, thank you for being a wonderful audience. And thank you for supporting my podcast show and supporting Powerhouse Women Devotions and Ministry. Stay safe, you guys. And we will talk again on the next Table Talk Tuesday. All right, I am praying for you. I'm praying for us as a nation, and I'm praying for our families. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.